The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, where we have a, a, a veritable zoo outside with all the noises and Wolfie. Oh my gosh, did I not sit Wolfie down? Hello, how are you? What? <laughs> Sorry about that. You've just been roaming free. I suppose maybe that was some of the splashing. That's strange. I could have swore I sat Wolfie down. But uh, anyway... I guess I forgot. Regardless, hello. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 553 of the series. As we continue westward here in Farlands or Bust, <laughs> in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, let's continue onward, shall we? Indeed. Oops, spoiler. Uh, I guess we can pick up some, some wool while we're out here. Since these sheep are so very generously offering up the wool situations. Whoop, hello again. Uh, and I'll go on a little bit off course here. But yeah, Final Lines of Bust, episode 553, Tuesday. Tuesday, January 19th, 2016. And FarlandsOfBust.com is your destination. If you would like to donate to Child's Play Charity, we are currently at $21,218 raised. 35% of the way to our $60,000 goal here for Season 6. I'm going to use a boat. <laughs> I see that creeper out there. Uh, he doesn't look too friendly. So I'm going to hop on a boat and continue on. So yeah, Child's Play Charity gets toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, amongst other services they do provide. You can go to childsplaycharity.org to learn more about them. And yeah, we're trying to raise $60,000 this season. When we do raise that amount is when uh, we finally press F3. I haven't pressed F3 since the last celebration, charity celebration milestone thingamabob. Uh, that was when we were at 2.2 million blocks from spawn. And that's found out when I press F3. I avoid pressing F3. I don't even press F3 away from the camera. So it's a it's a surprise for me as well. I am just as anxious and interested in reaching that goal for Child's Play Charity to press F3 as you are possibly to see it. So yeah, farlandsorbus.com is where you want to do that. Let's navigate through this little fjord. It's less of a fjord and more of a canal. Ooh, turn around. Put on the brakes. There we go. A canal, I say. I declare. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, we avoided that. See, this to me, despite the whole boat breaking and potentially killing the rider instantaneously, uh, this, is, this is a decent way to boat. In the current versions, you got the whole hold down A and D at the same time time to, to to paddle your left and right paddles. But here, I can hold down A and still be boating forward, but look out the side. I can hold D and still be boating forward, but looking backwards. It's it's the way nature intended. Ah, it's the same way that you kind of travel on foot, really, being able to, I guess, strafe 
and, and not losing any speed. I can still steer by using up and down. See how magically delicious this, this method was? Whatever. What a, what's the deal with the current Minecraft boat situation? <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, we're, we're, we're playing here in Firelands of Busts. Like I said, Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. For those of uh, you frequent commenters, newcomers, new Farlanders who, who wonder why the jitteriness, why no hunger bar, why I'm not sprinting or horses or, or whatever, that's why. Because we're playing a classic, classic version of Minecraft before all that enchanting and potions and and uh, ender dragon gobbledygook and, and, and witches spawning at random points of the map. Uh, simpler times. Simpler times when all you had to do was walk 12 million blocks from spawn to see some amazing Farlands generation. That's right. That's what we're up to and that's what we continue to do. I mentioned in the last episode that Sunday, SpaceX had a launch out of California, Vandenberg Air Force Base. And uh, it was launching a a climate and ocean temperature sort of uh, science satellite for NASA into a polar orbit. And uh, at the same time, SpaceX was going to attempt to land their first stage of the Falcon 9 on the floating platform. They'd already successfully landed in their previously launched, uh, previous launch back at Cape Canaveral in Florida. They landed back on land and now they're going to attempt to land on a barge. It still may be necessary to land on a barge out at sea depending on the flight profile, bleh, profile of the rocket. Uh, so they attempted that this time. So close! So very close! Previous attempts, you could see how, like, oh, the, the rocket came down too fast or at the wrong angle or whatever like that. This time, right on the money, I think they said within, like, three centimeters of the center, they landed. Unfortunately, one of the landing legs didn't lock open. And it landed, and it stood there, engine shut off, and there's a, a video that Elon Musk put up on his Instagram, of all places, uh, and uh, you can see that that one leg kind of gives way and teeters over and then kabloosh, it done exploded. So, yeah, I think they, I mean, that was actually, I'm surprised because it was really high seas even. Uh, they had like six foot swells or something like that, didn't they? It, was, it wasn't, it was choppy waters out there. So I do honestly wonder even if the rocket did land upright, could it have stayed <laughs> in in such rough seas? Sheesh by the seashore? Uh, it looked like it might have been able to, but the, the one landing leg uh, did not lock open. And uh, I don't know if that's, uh, again, something they'll, they'll learn from. Perhaps they'll have different methods now in future launches for, for locking those legs open. I know, as far as the uh, the space shuttle was concerned, they they always, on landing, they would release uh, or open the landing gear when they were literally just on top of the, the runway almost, but that's when you would flare up and you would have the most G-forces on landing so that in case, say, some of the actuators or whatever didn't successfully open up the landing gear. The simple gravitational forces being put on the landing gear would have hopefully locked open the gear during that. So I think it seems that they do something similar with the Falcon 9 rocket. 
on the successful landing, they had the whole shot of it coming down for a landing, and the, the landing gear don't deploy until the last moment when it's on the landing burn, so I'm assuming similar forces are at, 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 uh, at work there uh, to say, oh, if it doesn't automatically deploy the legs, the simple force of, you know, the slowing down of the rocket should open up the, the landing legs and put them into a locked position, so maybe they'll revise the, uh, uh, the locking mechanism, but it's all been a learning experience. They said, you know, they weren't, that wasn't the primary mission, the primary mission, and, and they succeeded in the primary mission of getting that Jason 9 satellite into its polar orbit to do some science for NASA, and uh, this was just kind of uh, an icing on the cake situation, and it is kind of disheartening, but kind of funny as somebody who knows what's actually going on, all of the, you know, there are headlines on, like, big news websites that say, oh, SpaceX failed to land their rocket, they failed. Well, that wasn't the point. This was a test. Uh, you know, it was, as it was, it was already, that rocket stage was to be ditched in the open regardless. This is simply a, a test uh, trying to further hone the, uh, the the mechanism upon which they're going to start use, reusing these rockets. So, no no failure here, just uh, some spectacular video there from the, on board that barge. Uh, and they'll, they'll go back and uh, learn from it and, and make things better and better. So that, that was uh, interesting to watch. Unfortunately, the live feed cut out uh, just before the landing and uh, we had to wait for the kind of the post-recorded feed to come, or video to come back uh, of the landing. But uh, regardless, an interesting launch, a foggy launch, not, not much visible for those on the ground. Uh, suppose, I, I, I suppose that's uh, common weather for the south southwest coast of, of California, I guess, is, is the fog. <laughs> so... Kind of, kind of interesting, I guess worth worth noting, I suppose, if I am ever, let's say, there is some sort of NASA social or launch thing to happen, because that's where they could launch, perhaps, the first test of the... I don't need to make you sit down. I'm all messed up in how I'm making Wolfie sit down. Of how they're going to launch the, uh, the Falcon Heavy. The Falcon 9 Heavy is actually set up currently to be launched out of Vandenberg, so keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. There's every launch viewing opportunity that might not be as as likely to be viewed as in other places on accordance with the fog and the weather. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit of a follow up there on the space news. We'll let the sun set, go to sleep, and uh, perhaps answer some uh, questions from donors in the morning. <laughs> And, uh, landing legness. Ooh, those are some transparent clouds right there. They're blue. It's about to rain. <laughs> Watch it start raining. No, it doesn't... We had snow the last time it rained here. But yeah, it doesn't rain. That... Well, that's not really a question many people ask, but if you're wondering why it doesn't ever rain or have weather, uh, it's because we're not on the Mindcrack server. <laughs> it only ever rains always on the Mindcrack server. Uh, no, it's because uh, the, the rain... The weather uh, countdown resets to a random number uh, every time the player sleeps. Uh, and I think the minimum is one Minecraft day. So it resets every time I sleep. And sometimes, and on the rare occasions we do see rain, it is usually at the end of the episode 
when I'm taking a little bit extra time to dig out the, the end of the episode hidey hole, we'll start to hear it raining outside because uh, the last time we slept, that integer, that number, that random number generator uh, generated the lowest number possible, and it starts to rain as the sun sets. So, yeah, that's why it's a, it's a, it's a dry and, and arid desert of the Far Lands Bust World here. Are we doing all right? We're doing all right on wolfy food. Take a little bit of a detour up this hill. Nice, nice landscape here. This is like a little, speaking of fjords and bays and Panama canals and whatnot. <laughs> um, I was about to say, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess this, uh, I was like, we don't have these biomes. These kind of just biomes where it's just grass and there's nothing else in them. I guess they've been replaced by the plains biomes where now they have a ton of grasses and flowers and horses and junk. <laughs> kind of uh, dirtying up the landscape, I suppose. Can't quite decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah. Yeah, with these, this, this type of just grass biome <laughs> doesn't seem to exist anymore. Uh, oh, I wanted to give an update uh, on the computer build. The, the long-awaited Kurt's computer build of 2014. Wait, 2015. Okay, now it's 2016. I have everything together, and if you do follow me on the Twitters or the Instagrams, I, I pushed the power button for the first time yesterday, and it spun up and, and got the successful post and uh, went to the to the to the setup, the BIOS setup screen or whatever. Uh, successfully on the first time. I've never had a knock on wood. I've never had a problem. I've built, what did I say? I've built like four computers by now and I've never had a problem. I always see these reviews of people on Newegg or, or Amazon or whatever saying, oh, my, my power supply was dead on arrival or oh, my motherboard didn't blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're doing something wrong or something. Uh, or I'm just super lucky. Uh, everything, everything works uh, like a charm. It's super quiet, the computer. Uh, this one, because I'm using a, um, I, I don't know all the code names for the Intel chips. Anyway, the Intel chips, they're kind of, uh, they, they don't come with their own, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Heat, uh, situation, uh, cooler. They don't come with their own, uh, cooler because, uh, Intel recommends water cooling. So they get a little bit warm. Uh, so I got one of the Corsair water coolers and I've always heard from people, oh, those are kind of loud. If you're looking for a quiet system, you actually might not want water cooling um, because of the fans and the radiator and whatever is right there on the outside almost. Uh, no, no, this thing is silent. It's quieter than my current computer. Uh, I would almost consider converting my current computer, this one that I'm recording on, uh, to water cooling if it didn't mean I would have to take out the motherboard because it would need a backplate. Uh, but yeah, super quiet. Uh, it partly helped by the fact that I think the the power supply, both the power supply and the graphics card I'm using, uh, the fans actually shut off uh, when they're kind of idling. So so that helps. Uh, so yeah, I haven't used it under load or anything. I haven't done any stress tests on it yet or anything like that. But I'm extremely pleased with how quiet it is. Uh, and I was even running it with the the side door off just to make sure everything was up and running. But yeah, super super quiet. Uh, I've got everything set up and running there. Uh, not overclocking it or, like I said, stress testing it or anything yet. Uh, I did go ahead and uh, put the operating system on there. And, and that that's the next point where we have a little bit of a trip up. Uh, I mentioned before 
maybe not here, but previously, uh, our, our good friends at Windows, uh, Microsoft actually, Microsoft, uh, provided uh, early on, actually when it was first releasing Windows 10, uh, gave uh, any any mind cracker who 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 would wanted it a, a copy of the new operating system. And I, I said, well, I'm making this new computer. I should use it here. And, and I did indeed. That saves me some money. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't include any activation with it. So I'm waiting to hear back from our contact there uh, what the purpose of that was. It could have been misunderstood that maybe they just provided us these copies to use to upgrade a current system. But we could have just done that online. Why would they have sent us physical copies? So, waiting on that. So, uh, hopefully good news there. Um, if not, then we'll have to wait a little bit longer and I'll have to spend a, another hundo or so for uh, a, an operating system key for that. Um, so yeah, once again, I don't, I don't want to like get ahead and start like installing all my games and, and uh, start recording videos and blah 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 if I'm gonna end up to have to wipe the whole thing and start over again anyway. So, yeah. That was a little bit disappointing when it asked me for a key and I'm like, it did I no, <laughs> there isn't one here. So oh man. Well figured out though. Uh, I'm super happy with how it's turned out and how quiet it is. Super uh impressed with the uh the case. The biggest problem I always have with building a computer is the cables. Cables aren't long enough or they're too long or they don't fit in the behind the thing and uh, the last case, the current case I'm using on this computer is a Antec P182, which at the time was probably the best case, biggest case. Uh, it was kind of one of the first cases that actually started to put the the power supply on the bottom as opposed to the top. Remember that, everybody, when when power supplies were mounted to the top of a PC tower, uh, and uh, you know, really good uh, for that. Uh, but in in recent times, with the addition of multiple hard drives and uh, bigger graphics cards, it's become a little bit of a cramped situation. But this, uh, this case, the, again, these are, these are, this is all stuff I've paid for, I'm not, like, sponsoring anybody. Uh, this is the, uh, what, what starts with an F, doesn't it? Uh, the Fractal, yeah, Fractal Design R5 is what I ended up with. A lot of very, you could see how they were perhaps inspired by some of the, uh, improvements that Antech did. And maybe the current Antec products are similar, but the, this was just a little bit more affordable for me. Uh, but yeah, a lot of space behind the motherboard tray to, to put wires around. Uh, this, there are some tight situations. There's that 8-pin uh, motherboard, or is it 6-pin? One of the two that goes up on the top, that power cable. That was a little bit of a stretch, and since I had already installed the radiators for the uh, water cooling, uh, it was all hidden behind there. So there was some some crazy uh, finger yoga going on to get that plugged in. Um, but otherwise, uh, I have a super clean uh, kind of computer build there. All the all the wires are going on behind it. All the included fans are super quiet and very simply connect to the built-in fan controller with a single switch, uh, as opposed to the current computer, each fan has its own switch and some of those switches are hidden on the inside so you got to open it up to, to change the fan speed. And, uh, but yeah, I've been su super duper happy uh, with this. I'm going to stick with the uh, the GTX 970 that I have. 
Uh, again, partly because I've already purchased it and <laughs> I don't have to spend more money. Uh, also, it's super quiet, what with its uh, turning off of the the fan when not, not under heavy use. Hey, look, a spawner. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll wait. I was thinking of maybe getting a 980 Ti. Uh, skeleton, or I'm sorry, that's a spider. Spider spawner. A 980 Ti. Um, but I might wait. Maybe if they go on sale and there's a good price somewhere, uh, I might pick one up. But uh, I might wait to see what uh, graphics cards are up to this year, 2016. Uh, maybe there will be something bigger and better that I should just wait for, you know? They'll be... Yeah, they're run, they've run out of numbers. What else, what else are they going to do? They're already up in the 900s. Is it going to be a 10? 10, 10,000? 10 10K? Is that what they're going to call them? 10K? The GeForce GTX 10K 7, 8. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for the 7, the mid-range one. Oh, dang it. Alright, well this got me nowhere now, did it? This got me nowhere indeed. Um, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do this first of all. Wow, these take forever to break. Remember? Woohoo! Woo! Remember all this stuff that you're not remembering? Let's make an elevated hidey hole in a spawner. Why don't we? Uh, let's actually do it like this. So I'm in the center. Woo! <laughs> oh, this this will be a first, I think. Elevated hidey hole in a spawner, since it just happened to be getting dark as we were sitting here. Uh, so yeah, that's the update on the new computer. So sorry, no fancy pants new graphics or crazy uh, stuff. I mean, the main plus of getting this new computer is that I'll still have this computer that I'll be able to uh, render videos at the same time I can continue recording. Uh, so that's a big plus, but I gotta... Got to figure out the operating system, and then got to tear everything down and, and, and put everything into a new situation for my desk setup. Uh, fun times! Ah, that chicken scared me. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Alright, so let's go to sleep, and then seriously, during the next day is when I will start answering questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. And awakeness! And awakeness indeedness. Can I make this jump off the bedness? <laughs> oh, I did. I didn't think I would, but I did. Indeed. I did indeed. Let's grab Wolfie and continue on. Alright, that chicken's gonna take care of that elevated hidey hole for us. Here we go from Andy A. When you donate to Child's Play Charity, by the way, there is a comment box that you can leave a comment that I will see and you can ask a question that I will answer in a future episode of Farlands of Bust. Andy A. has done such a thing and has asked, now that we are 20 or so episodes into the podcast edition, or more than that, it's been the entire season here, I think it's we're almost up on 60 episodes. Because when did... Yeah, the, the the season six started in episode four ninety, to the best of my recollection. So yeah, we're up into sixty-ish episodes, sixty-three specifically, if I can do math in my head, and I can't. Uh, now that we're up to to that, how often, or how much, or often do you consider such as explaining the interesting visuals for the podcast listeners while recording an episode of Farlands Bust? That's something I did early in the season. 
because I was consciously thinking about, oh, this is also going to be a podcast now. But I have since refrained from doing such things. Uh, I, I feel like that would get very redundant. The vast majority of people still watch on YouTube, so that's the audience I feel worth uh, catering to. And and I haven't heard any complaints from the podcast edition people. I'm, I'm sure the vast majority of the podcast edition people are already those who maybe watched with the browser open in the background anyway, so they're already used to not really seeing this amazing, wow, it's a giant spout of lava coming out of this volcano. They've never seen anything like this before, podcast listeners. It's a shame. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, I don't, uh, I, I try not to change things too much because then, then, like I said, the video, the YouTube side of thing would be like, why are you describing this, this, these three blocks of, uh, of ice that just appeared in the ocean before you? Uh, we can clearly see that. Well, maybe not clearly, what with the block jitter and the, 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 the pixel offset, but <laughs> we can sort of see that, uh, on, on the frames in the video. So yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I started to do that. You probably noticed that earlier uh, in the season, but uh, I've since not continued doing such things as those. From Tyog, what is your favorite city you've ever visited? Again, sticking with the theme, people trying to figure out what I like about cities as opposed to the natural environment around them. Favorite city that I have visited... Well, I would say Phoenix, but I now live here, so um, probably, and, and this is the one that I mentioned before, probably Portland, simply because of the vast availability of gluten-free items. Um, but yeah, probably Portland. Uh, it seemed nice, certainly the places I was in. Uh, I kind of stayed west of the river. Is that like a, a place people are familiar with? There's a river that kind of splits up the city, and, and I stayed on the west side of it. Although I accidentally got on the uh, the light rail thing on the wrong stop and ended up on the other side. And I'm like, oops, this is incorrect. This is not where I'm staying. So I got off and... Uh, uh, you know, normally, say, like, in Chicago, if you get on the wrong bus, and I have before, uh, you end up in, in the wrong neighborhood, you're like, oh, uh, I'm just going to stay on the bus <laughs> until the end of the line. Uh, no offense to anybody, but uh, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, here, it, 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 you know, I got off and figured out, oops, I needed this color bus, not the other color, our tram or electric, whatever the thing, light rail system. Got off and wait for the next one to come come by so I can hop on it. I didn't feel any. It still felt like... Uh, I was I was all right where I was, and it seemed consistent. There was consistency across the city, uh, as far as the uh, careful Wolfie, careful Wolfie. There's a big chasm right beneath you. Uh, as far as the neighborhoods and the the theme, I suppose, um, and just seem nice. And of course, yes, accentuated by the by the uh, the surrounding nature and whatnot. I mean, even the went to I forgot the name of the town. Went to a uh, a place up the gorge, the river gorge. It's like an hour or so drive, uh, where then 
did some of the the, the whitewater rafting stuff. Oh, I forgot the name. It was like a really tiny town uh, that I'm sure purely existed for tourists. And uh, that was really nice. That was a really nice place. Woof, Wolfie thinks so as well. <laughs> no, he was not there with me. Um, you know, it was kind of that... Okay, could I... Could you... Could somebody live in like a really tiny town? Sure, you're maybe like... Uh, it's like an hour, hour and a half drive from a main city like Portland. Uh, but here, let's let's live in this place with a population of like 980 or whatever like that. Could could you do that? That seems interesting. And Mount Hood, I think is what it was called, was like in the distance uh, and, and visible from, from the city. So it was, it was kind of like just a nice, uh, small, quaint, it was quaint and cozy uh, town. But I forgot the name of it. I freaking forgot the name of it. It's like right there on the gorge. You cross a bridge, a one-way bridge, and uh, and you're there. But I've forgotten the name of it already. Oh well, oh well. So yeah, there's. A, I mean, I even. Ooh, careful there, cow. I even. Uh, I even liked uh, Colorado Springs, which is south of Denver. Colorado Springs is nice, where there's the 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 Garden of the Gods. and you got Pikes Peak and and all the mountains right there is kind of an interesting view. But yeah, let, let, let's go with that answer. Uh, that's my that's my story, I'm sticking to it. Uh, let's see here. Roel Roel from the Netherlands. Now that you've been living in Arizona, theme questions. Have you visited Meteor Crater near Flagstaff yet? If so, what did you think of it? Uh, I have visited that before, but that was before I was living here. Uh, on the trip I took up there to go to the Grand Canyon, for the first and only time I've been to the Grand Canyon, uh, I stayed in Flagstaff and then went out. It's like, it's not near Flagstaff, it's like a good hour or so drive to the east of Flagstaff, Meteor Crater. Visited that and then from Meteor Crater drove to the Grand Canyon. Um, but yeah, that, um, it, it's super impressive. It's a huge crater in the middle of nowhere, uh, and uh, you know they don't let you go down it. Unfortunately, I think you can, but yeah. Hey, come back, boat! But hey, dang it! Speaking of boats, <laughs> yeah. But you have to like it's it's you have to be part of a specific research or tour or, or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I I liked it. That it's a little bit mind blowing. Uh, and then I got they got a little bit of a museum on the inside. Uh, that has like a large chunk of the meteor, which is kind of interesting. It's this huge iron meteorite, and uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just one of those surreal landscapes. It's like it doesn't feel like you're on Earth because Earth doesn't have impact craters. You know, that's you're talking about the Moon or Mars or something like that. So to be uh, at this huge and just thinking about like the forces that would have needed to lift all of this rock and dirt and and earth out of this place <laughs> and you know it's just completely uh, a little bit mind-boggling bloggling bloggling mind-boggling indeed but uh yeah I, I i saw that it'd be an interesting place to return well i don't know it's kind of one of those things you see at once uh unless i were to get a chance to actually hike down into it i, I don't know that i'd go out of my way I, i'd like to return because there's a lot of the uh, Grand Canyon I've yet to see uh, versus, say, Meteor Crater. 
or even up, that's kind of, you keep going in that direction and you end up in Monument Valley or, uh, you know, further into to Utah or whatever. You, you get to other state parks or national parks and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, I, I think I posted a panoramic I made up on my old DeviantArt account, if that still exists, which I think is Kurt J. Mack. Um, but yeah, been been there, done that. Been there, done that indeed. Got a question, because uh, I'll, I'll, I don't have an answer to, I'll, I'll ask it here and perhaps people in the comments can maybe chime in. Uh, but an anonymous donor asked, Whatever happened to Google letting people get rid of their Google Plus accounts on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, anonymous donor. Whatever happened to that? I've been wondering that myself. Uh, it was news before the summer, even. I think it was May, June, something like that, where they said, oh, you know, the head of Google Plus uh, left the company. Uh, they started removing Google Plus requirements uh, from from needing to use for, you know, the, the Google Pictures or, uh, you know, other Google services uh, stopped requiring you also to have a Google Plus. Uh, and there was news that, oh, yep, they would be removing uh, it from the YouTube. Uh, needing a Google Plus where you could go back and say unlink your Google Plus from your YouTube account because that was clearly a terrible idea that they've only now just realized uh, but apparently they actually still haven't realized it because it's still a thing as far as I'm concerned uh, I, for those of you wondering I'm, I'm one of the few there's a few Farlanders who are similar okay this is not where I'm going to be making my hidey hole here are a bunch of zombies um, I'm, I'm one of the holdouts I never Never ever did I create or link a a Google Plus account for Kurt J Mac. I had to when I started the Kurt Indeed challenge, 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 channel. Uh, I had to because you couldn't create a channel without a Google Plus uh, account. So I had to there, but that one's separate from Kurt J Mac. But I never made a Kurt J Mac. Google Plus, which is why I can't comment on any of my own videos or anything, because I don't have a Google Plus account. All right, Wolfie, you're sitting down. That's good. So I apparently forgot to before. Ooh, we're on a... We're in a place. <laughs> if I... Yep, I can have some, some windows. Speaking of windows, windows! Oh, this could actually... We have a panoramic vista <laughs> on the side. Oh, man. Oop, we also got one in the roof here. Gotta maybe fix that. Oop, yep, we've got some structural problems with this hidey hole. There we go. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I don't know why this is so interesting to me, but I'm used to just digging a hole and, and not seeing the light of day. Now we've got a, 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 a bay window. Uh, but yeah, whatever happened to that? Uh, I've been I've been looking forward to that. And yes, people will say, oh, you don't need a Google Plus to make a, a YouTube account. True, you never did. But you did, and I think you still do, if you want to actually upload videos. Uh, if you just want to be uh, a, a viewer or a commenter or whatever, then yeah, you don't necessarily need a Google Plus. But you, you did, and you might still uh, need to make a Google Plus to create a, a, a channel. And more specifically, to create a, a partnered channel, as far as I'm concerned, or remember, uh, which is why I had to do it with Kurt Indeed, just to make a whole brand new account. 
But uh, but yeah, whatever happened with that? Anybody got an update? Anybody? Anybody uh, who watches works for Google? I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think they like the things I've said about them. Um, so yeah, what what what's the deal? What's the deal? See, so yeah, I do wonder. I, I wonder, and I'm questioned this before. Uh, for those of us who have held out and never did create a Google Plus account, it's probably going to screw us over somehow because they're going to anticipate that we created a Google Plus account and then they're going to unlink it and just delete our channels or something like that. Uh, conversely, for Kurt Indeed, if I created a Google Plus account in order to create a YouTube account, can I unlink those or can they no longer be unlinked because they were created together? They were forged in the same fires of Mordor. So, yeah. Let's uh, try to get an update on that, because I certainly don't have any information about it. And uh, you can keep going to uh, farlandsbus.com. Woof! To donate to Child's Play Charity. That was a high-pitched woof. Uh, right there on the homepage is a donate button and a tracker. Yes, I know, Wolfie. We're getting to it. Uh, like I said, we're at 35% right now. Get us uh, even further, and we'll uh, we'll get closer to pressing F3 to see how far we've walked this season. Season 6 of Farlands of Bus. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. by the seashore.